What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Rogue Opinions. My name is Scott McLeod, and welcome back to another episode of Kayfabe Court. And we've got another hot issue to discuss. We're going to find out what exactly happened to Hayd Vincent back in 2008. But first, let me introduce the two men who will be fighting their case in the Kayfabe Court today. Please welcome Carl and Nathan. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello, hello. That was a very good impression of me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, gimmick infringement there, Nathan, I think. <laughs> no, it's a homage. <laughs> I've been practicing that in the mirror for about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, guys, Jinder Mahal put on his Instagram that he's back in the gym train, uh, back in the ring. Yes! He was, running, <laughs> he was running the ropes. He said he's still got a few months left, but just to give everyone the Jinder Mahal update. He, he was running the ropes. Raw the number one so show. Who knew? And <laughs> show A still. Can't wait for him to win the Universal title from The Fiend. Imagine, <laughs> imagine. <laughs> yeah. he, he can he'll win just, it from um, Seth. He'll win it from um, normal Bray. The, um, what's the guy's name? The TV just... presenter. The one that I always oh, forget the name um, of. Mr. Rogers, yeah, yeah. Um, um, he'll give Isn't... it to Jinder because Jinder helped him win that House of Horrors match that time. <laughs> um, just, did Mr. Rogers not die in the fire, though? <laughs> no, it was only Rambling Rabbit. He was the only castle. No, no, Rambling Rabbit is still alive, damn it. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait for them to do the Firefly Funhouse in that Mr. Rogers film with Tom Hanks. <laughs> uh, that's going to be the best bit of the film is when he becomes... Can you imagine? <laughs> Tom Hanks becomes the fiend. <laughs> the idea of, of, of Tom Hanks just locking someone in the mandible claw right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could just like play it normal then at the end... Like the bit after the end credits, it goes all weird, and Tom Hanks just goes, "Let me in." <laughs> oh, and they're going to do that scene where I remember when Bray had stolen all those children. <laughs> oh yeah, that was weird. We get to get to see Tom Allegedly. Hanks steal kids. Oh, they were clearly the ex they wanted to be. Yeah, definitely. Are you, so you, so you comparing Bray to both the uh, fucking Mister Rogers and the child catcher? In your scenario. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I did read an interview with, um, I think it was Braun, and he said that, because uh, he's obviously friends with Bray in real life, he said when Bray was coming up with a fiend, he kind of just stopped talking to everyone. Like, Bray just <laughs> ghosted everyone whilst he was making up the character. <laughs> right. he's, definitely a, he's definitely a method actor. <laughs> You're talking about broad. Have you before seen we, that? Before we know JoJo's. <laughs> talking about broad. Have you seen that video of him with uh, EC3? And EC3 is dressed as a nurse and bronze. Like, Braun's dressed as a cat. <laughs> but it's just like pants <laughs> and a tail. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a proper last minute Halloween costume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a guy. What are you going to dress as for Halloween, Carl? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, do you still go trick-or-treating? 
no, I, I stopped last year. You know, I'm 39 now. I thought, you know, too old, too old now. 38 was the car. You stopped when the police knocked on your door. <laughs> the nice policeman sat him down and politely asked him to stop. Yeah, give the little girl back her sweeties. <laughs> and, and fasten up my raincoat again. Punched <laughs> oh, oh, oh. in his neighbour yeah, in the face like fucking fruit. <laughs> Scott, what are you going to go as for Halloween? Uh, I don't know. I don't even know. I'll go with the same thing I've gone the last couple of years as a guy who couldn't give a fuck about Halloween. Oh, I love Halloween. Why don't you go as Harley Quinn? No, thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't think I don't I don't quite have the figure for that to pull that off. Not <laughs> <laughs> the most not the most people. <laughs> True, you do live in Glasgow. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> no one's got the figure for Harley Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas, whereas Newcastle and Essex, you know, full of people who can really pull off the Harley Quinn look, you know? Yeah, exactly. Newcastle, they're all sort of just starting fights and eating Greggs. And in Essex, <laughs> for some reason, she's orange. <laughs> Speaking of we all have our Harley Quinns. Speaking of Harley Quinn, you guys had a chance to see the Joker yet? Yes. I have not, unfortunately. Oh, oh so, we, so we can't talk about it. Hey, you can. I'll just pretend. I'll just, I'll just Rahul it. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, just, um, we'll just say really honest things that happened. Uh, it was weird when he took his makeup off and it was Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brilliant scene. Yeah. Is that cameo secret, you know? <laughs> yeah, when it turned out Joker was a Scientologist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really clicked a lot. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> what a guy. What a legend. But yeah, it was a really good movie. Carl, you should go see it so we can talk about it. I'll well, so see what I can do. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, did you guys watch? I oh, know Luchasaurus is injured. We need to talk about Luchasaurus. No, you what? He's like pulled a hamstring or something. Pulled a hammy. Oh God, <laughs> that can be that can be quite a bit of a layoff. The old hamstring. Yeah, it's a proper proper injury. But no, he, I see he got pulled from AEW uh, last night at time of recording of recording. So little old Marco Stunt had to take his place. That's a like for like replacement, if ever I saw one. Pretty much. <laughs> I haven't seen this week's AW, but I don't want to see you more just to see Marco Stunt and Buddy Jungle Boy be the Lucha Brothers. That's, yeah. I think I like that, that more be... than Lucha Taurus and Jungle Boy, because just those two, how they match up to the Lucha Brothers. There is a high chance that. Marco Stunt or Jungle Boy could be killed in that match. <laughs> like again. I know, yeah. The Lucha Brothers. <laughs> like the stuff that saw the Lucha Brothers do 
to LAX when they're in impact. I don't like their chances. Or if you're if you're JR, sorry, it's Jungle Jack for some fucking reason. <laughs> <laughs> Jungle Boy and Marshall Stunt look like two kids that would that have they go to uh, try and sneak into an R-rated film with like stunt on yeah, Jungle Boy shoulders and they get like, that one big that one big trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> I bowled it. Oh up. yeah, those oh, are two yes. people that are gonna be they're gonna be ID'd forever. Yeah. Like, they will never not be. There will be eighty year old men and they'll still be like <laughs> but they're very small men is really what we're getting at. Yeah. I don't I don't know what tag match he's referring to, but Jim Cornette blasted a match and said, worst tag team match we've ever seen and worst tag team since the ding-dongs or something or another. No way. Jim Cornette didn't like popular things. Oh, I know. <laughs> Whoa. Well, what a miserable fuck that man is. <laughs> Mate, he just, he's just... He, 1979 happened and Jim Cornette just stopped all his clocks, it feels like. It's <laughs> when, nope, this is it. I will henceforth never move forward. It is always 1979. And it just feels like he's just an angry human being. Or it's all just a lie so that people listen to his show. Yeah, I don't know how much of it might be a work, to be honest. I just... I just don't get what he what he wants. He just wants everything to go back to how it was when everyone was on steroids. Sort of no one was in shape. They're all just kind of really built but fat. And um speaking of really built and fat, Trevor Murdoch was on NWA Power this week. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> That's a throwback. A man who's like fifty since he was twelve. <laughs> Is there any wrestlers look schemes NWA? It's probably him. Yeah, it's definitely him. <laughs> what about um, Ken Anderson and um, I forget his real name, Sandow, making mm-hmm. returns? Anderson doesn't look like in the best shape I've ever seen. And Jesus, it's a good thing that we're going to be talking about WWE from 2008. Because it seems to be that's what the NWA roster is. <laughs> yeah. see, is MV, MVP going to rock up next week? Let's just get the whole, the whole troop out there. Let's get Ted DiBiase Jr. And I don't know, I want that random time that D'Lo Brown came back for like three <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Did he come back, did he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. for like a cup of coffee. <laughs> Never knew he had a mini comeback. I mean, no, when Nathan said he came back for a cup of coffee, not as in the time period, like he was that desperate for work, so he literally paid him in coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really wasn't there for very long at all. It was really, it was the best time in wrestling history when he came back. <laughs> I can imagine. But. Nathan, you spoke of 2008, and that's where our, our case today takes us, because we've got an important question to ask, so guys, I'm going to ask, are you guys ready to step inside the cafe port? Uh, I think I'm going to need to take a break first. <laughs> All right. 
Yeah, I'm going to need to consult with my uh, fleet of lawyers. Okay, fleet. <laughs> you have an entire fleet. <laughs> How you many say, lawyers would you need to, to um, for it to become a fleet? No idea, but I've got six thousand. <laughs> I think that'll do. <laughs> yeah, probably that'll do. But uh, yeah, I'm going to go to Starbucks. I have watched the darkness my entire life. I have studied it. I have dedicated my existence to it. And it has led me here as a witness to your punishment made flesh. I saw righteousness. I saw purity. All things hidden beneath the shadow of evil. And I wanted more. For over a decade, I have searched. And now I have found others who believe, who will follow. And I have shown them the way. Your immortal power is all that I require. Now, the prophecy shall be realized. Your annihilation will not be in vain. You will live on. I shall be your vessel. All right. Here comes the judge. Here comes the judge. Order in the court. Here comes the judge. Fresh Prince reference there for you as we commence a serious business here in Kayfabe Court as we have the case what exactly happened to Hade Vanson? Those of you unfamiliar, we there was a promo that aired on the 12th of December 2008 episode of SmackDown. I wasn't watching then, but everybody knows about this promo. The Smack was a regular episode of SmackDown, and we've seen this man, the shadowy figure, known as Hade Vanson, speaking about darkness and minions and other stuff that didn't make any sense. There's a brief promo. We didn't know what the hell it was about. And if you tuned in the week's proceeding to figure out, hopefully, getting more context, well, then you're out of luck because Steve Vanson was never heard from. Remember, he was meant to take on the Undertaker. Silence in the court. <laughs> he was meant to take on the Undertaker at WrestleMania, but we'll never really know for sure. Although, or will we? Because. Carl and Nathan are here with their respective legal counsels and they are going to argue what they believe happened with Hage Vanson and why this suddenly came and we never got any follow-up to it. Would you like to begin with your opening arguments? Who who would you like to start, Judge? Nathan, I said you... Said you. Oh, apologies, apologies. Sorry to the, sorry to the court. Yes. I would like to present my opening argument, and for that I will present to you nothing more than the truth. Because you see, the truth will set you free, and we can all handle the truth. And I'll argue that one thing happened to Hayd Vanson, a very spiritual man, a man who clearly believed in dark forces. But a man who said a key word during his promo that I think leads to everything that we need to know, and that word was vessel. 
and Hade Vanson's vessel, as I will prove, was transferred by someone that we know is very talented at the use of vessels, Mr. Matthew James Cuthbert Hardy, who transferred Hade Vanson's spirit and soul inside Skarsgård, the dilapidated boat. Thank you. Mm. I see. Very interesting opening to proceedings. Carl, if you'd like to present your opening arguments. Well, my opening argument is the actual real truth. You see, what happened was Hade Banson became trapped in the undead realm and was therefore unable to enter our mortal coil and take on the Undertaker. Sorry, what? <laughs> it will all become clear. I'm not sure it will, but okay. So, go back to Nathan. Nathan, do you believe that somehow the vessel of Hate Benson was somehow transferred into Skarsgård, the dilapidated boat that we all know from the Woken slash Woken universe of one Matt Hardy. Explain how yes. do you how do you know this? What are the what is your evidence to back up this claim? My evidence is the names. Hate mm-hmm. Vanson, clearly Scandinavian. I think we can all agree. That's where Hate Vanson comes from. Skarsgård, also Scandinavian. And I think that Matt Hardy watched this promo. In his universe, we know that his vessel is infinite, Matt Hardy, and he saw power, and he also saw a boat, and he went, I need this boat, but I don't need to row it. I need it to move without me having to row it. Um, evidence of that, do we ever see any oars? No. No. It moves on its own. Hey, Vanson, clearly very strong, and also Scandinavian. And he um, wanted this boat to come with some kind of Scandinavian feel to it. Because I would have, it's... Sorry, go on. Sorry, all right, I have, as a judge, I can, I can interject. I think I would I'd like it known that Tate Vanson is actually born in London, England. It's known that he is an English-born wrestler. He's not Scandinavian. Yeah, but the name Hate Vanson, clearly Scandinavian. I know people who were born in London, England, who are Scandinavian. I don't know, but that doesn't mean that he too is Scandinavian. Yeah, but I said he was, and I'm telling the truth. Okay. Carl? Well, you're not even going to let me finish. All right. Jesus, more. Okay, fine. This is a kang. <laughs> I want this court thrown out. Mine's not gonna get much. Mine's not gonna get much better. So don't don't rely on me, Scott. <laughs> but Matt Hardy transferred the spirit of Hade Vanson into Skarsgård, the dilapidated boat. Why is the boat dilapidated? I hear you ask. Watch the promo. Your argument is Hardy watched the promo. He wanted a boat with a Scandinavian name, so he yes. transferred Hade Vanson's consciousness into this boat. Well, explain how the boat moves without any oars unless there's a strong spirit inside it. A strong, dilapidated spirit. So strong that the boat can be dilapidated but not fill up with water. Thank you. Carl, your arguments, because I'm still struggling to grasp what exactly it is you're, you're arguing here. Okay, the, 
the thing is, if you um, go back to um, take you back to March of uh, this year when we saw uh, Impact and Rosemary uh, go into what they called the Undead Realm. Now, this is where Hayden Hansen hails from. Obviously, he cuts a very strange promo. It's also about darkness and purity and minions. He's obviously not of this world. If he thinks he can just come out of nowhere and take on The Undertaker, he talks as has um, already been brought up. He's talked about vessels. So he's obviously looking to come into our world uh, via a vessel from the undead realm. But unfortunately for him, before he could even face Undertaker on a match, Undertaker used his dark powers and trapped him in the undead realm where he was trapped for an eternity. Um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, to be fair. Wow. It, it doesn't take... It takes a lot to really leave me speechless for both these arguments. I have, there are a few words. Hopefully you two have words. Silence at the back. Hopefully you two have words, because I'm going to now present you, give you both the opportunity to question, present questions to each other's arguments. Nathan, do you have any questions for Carl regarding his, his argument, his claims that Hade Vanson was trapped in the Undead realm before he could get a chance to find a vessel to challenge the Undertaker? When has the Undertaker ever transferred to a separate company's ideals ever? That's what the end of my questioning, thank you. <laughs> what are you talking about? What other company are we talking about? The Undead Realm is from Impact. No, it isn't. Well, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but this was before... This is in 2008, this is before Impact even... Rosemary, he's Rosemary. And he said, gets you in yeah, and he, and he said that's where the Undertaker sent Hate Vanson. That was his basis of his whole argument. Just because it was mentioned in Impact doesn't mean it was Impact's ideal. But he named Rosemary, mm-hmm. so he's talking about. Yeah, Impact. I was just, yeah, but I was just because um, Scott didn't seem aware of what it was, so I was just uh, maybe. Because of about five okay. people, because only about five people watch Impact, I thought I better just <laughs> give, give it a bit contact. Poor Impact. <laughs> so your yeah, argument is Undertaker watched that promo, saw Hade Vance, who was such a threat that he transferred him, dig murdered him, and sent him to a, an undead realm. Well, I don't know if you saw him as much of a threat, but it just wouldn't be arse of him. So, so what, yeah, he, just he, used dark, he just yeah. uses dark. He just uses dark. powers to, to yeah, to trap him. Well, the, there's no the evidence Undertaker ever doing this to anyone. There is evidence of a boat that can move without oars. There is yeah, evidence. but there's no there's no evidence that actually somebody inhabits that boat. It's just just a boat, a figment. How of, does it move? Uh, a broke. It's it's just a figment of a broken man's warped imagination. But so yeah, but we can all see it with our own eyes. Can also, we? he 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 talked about a vessel. What's another name for, word for a boat? But a vessel, a ship, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or a ship or anything but a vessel. 
There's also another name for a boat. There's no evidence the Undertaker was involved. No evidence that Matt Hardy was involved no, either. I mean, uh, but he said the word. It vessel. could have been. It Matt just Hardy could be moving on the current for all you know. No, because I don't know if you know how water works. Ponds <laughs> and lakes don't have currents. Lake, it's in a lake though. Lakes don't have currents. That's not how water works. Rubbish. <laughs> you don't no. know how water. Works. Order. Anyway. Order. I, that's, that's the end of my questioning. He Also, he said, hey, Hanson. He doesn't even know who he's talking about. And I will play it back if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Carl doesn't know who he's talking about. <laughs> I, I don't. I really don't, to be honest. He admitted it. He doesn't know who he's talking about. You can be a real that's, prick when we stop when we do this. Wasn't he part of a boy band that did mm, but? No. <laughs> Damn no. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what happened to him. He had to go on tour with his band. <laughs> that'll be, that'll last couple will be stricken from the record, stenographer. Yeah. So, Nathan, you're claiming that just because both men use the word vessels, that there's somehow a link. Carl. Do you have anything to say about Ethan's argument? Do you have any questions for him? Not really, no. <laughs> it's just I just don't even understand. How, how do you get how how do you even get somebody into a boat? How does that even work? Well, you transfer their vessel and their and their spirit, spit and their being into the boat, as we have seen. There is evidence Matt Hardy played um, chess with a goldfish. That was Cleopatra. He's boxed a kangaroo. That was smoking Joe Frazier. He's, He's met a giraffe. That um, <laughs> was, was it George Washington, the giraffe? Mm-hmm. We've seen spirits of people be transferred into animals. And we've well, seen a boat that can move on its own with a name, the Scandinavian name. And Hayd Vanson is that boat. That's where he went. He was gone. I put it to the core. It's just a goldfish called Cleopatra. It's obviously not Cleopatra. He Matt Hardy, says... he's broken. It's in his name. A broken Matt Hardy. He's, he's delusional. It's well known on TV. Undertaker has mystical powers. He makes lightning and disappears and reappears. And Matt Hardy does that. Matt Hardy disappeared and reappeared. Has he really? Yes. Nathan, you you talked about Matt Hardy like this was in two, this promo took place in two thousand eight. Matt Hardy didn't become broken until twenty sixteen when he suddenly remembered the full gate, the full scope of his broken brilliance and the years that his soul had been around. So by this point, Hayd Vanson had already been long gone from WWE. He'd already been gone and nobody had heard from him again. How? How do you make a connection? How can Matt Hardy have transferred his soul from in 2008 when he wasn't even broken yet? You've just said it yourself. He remembered. And then he, eight years previously, he also remembered. He also, you also mentioned the age of his vessel. It's infinite. Mm-hmm. It is as old as time. 2008 is a time period as well. Who said Matt Hardy didn't just have a bit of broken brokenness? Like he burnt down his brother's house pretty broken 
Woken, whatever it is. <laughs> See, <laughs> which, even which... he doesn't know what he's talking about. And he says it's Matt Hardy often me. refers to it as broken slash woken. He does it, does it both. And, uh, and, and yeah, Matt Hardy, he says it himself, he's always been that way. And Hade Vanson disappeared in a flash. Skarsgård, dilapidated boat. A flash, you mean fucking, what, what six or seven years between the two? <laughs> That's a flash Well, we, ne- we never saw him again. Yeah, because he's, so, he's trapped in the undead realm for eternity. He was trapped. He wasn't, tra- he was trapped inside a boat. Obviously, Where like, he's most useful. On, in Carl's defence, we have seen examples of Undertaker's Undertaker does have some supernatural ability, so I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility what he is arguing here. This is a man who can summon lightning. This is a man who possessed fucking Josh Matthews to creep out Randy Orton. But we've never seen him murder someone. I mean, he he burnt he burnt alive in a casket and then transcended up into the heavens for Christ's sake. A boat moves on its own without an oar inside a lake where there is no current. How else could he do it? We've seen Wind. Matt Hardy. We've seen, we've seen him. As I said, we've seen him play uh, chess with Cleopatra. We've seen him box a kangaroo that's smoking Joe Frazier. We've seen uh, all these objects that have things inside them all the time. We saw him when he turned up at the um, the Hardy compound. Look at that. He's got all those drones and everything that move on their own. That the power by remote control. It's just- when have we ever already. seen that? We, you don't know that. I don't know. It could be his son or his wife, but god damn it! <laughs> god, I can't even remember what his fucking father-in-law's called. <laughs> I'm not helping you. No. <laughs> don't blame you. No. If any of you have no more questions for each other or any more points you want to argue on your point then are we good to move to closing arguments yes i i am ready yes i am ready okay nathan i'll let you go since you started open arguments i'll let you start the closing arguments as well uh i think it's pretty clear where the truth is and it's over here thank you court members and yes i will have a harry bow thank you Oh, no eating in the court. She brought them in. <laughs> Bailiff, but, uh, remove the Harry Bow from that man. No, you just want the Harry Bow. Don't give it to him. I am the judge. I will do what I wish in my own court. Oh, thank you. Hey, I want a bribery to the judge. <laughs> Islands. I don't believe that Hade Vanson was ever on the radar of The Undertaker at any time. Because I don't see why The Undertaker would care. Also, um, we've never seen The Undertaker go to any sort of undead realm. Whereas I've already pointed out, we have seen Matt Hardy dealing with uh, objects and animals and people that have different vessels in them. Something has to be inside that boat. And it is... Hade Vance, and that's where he went. That's where he's most useful. He looks like he would float excellently. 
henceforth, I think when he said vessel, he knew where he was going. He was going into the beautiful and wonderful vessel that is Skarsgård, the dilapidated boat. And Matt Hardy put him there. Thank you. Oh, well, Carl, your closing arguments. This could be a, a vital moment for you to really swing the case in your favour. Okay. Well, for years, Undertaker has spoken about his creatures of the night. We know his mystical powers and abilities. We know he commands dark forces. We know he's ice. And formaldehyde runs through his veins and all and all that. We know Undertaker <laughs> transcends <laughs> WWE and wrestling. Gorilla Monsoon used to say formaldehyde runs through his veins way back in the way back in the day. But I digress. <clears throat> but yeah, as we say, we've seen him use his dark powers, uh, lightning effects. Lightning. Uh, <laughs> Nathan, Carl's closing arguments. Light, yeah, he's he's lightning. He's even escaped being burnt to a crisp and being buried alive. He doesn't he doesn't need to worry about this different companies. He, he can do what he wants. He's an established icon, legend, dark being. He knew Hades Ransom was coming for him. He couldn't be asked to wrestle with him. So he used his powers and trapped him in the undead realm forever. I mean, what a boat. I mean, a boat, for Christ's sake. Why doesn't The Undertaker just do that against everyone? Because uh, (laughs) I explained in my opening argument, Hades Ransom is from another plane of existence. He talks about well, I can't even I don't even care what he talks about. <laughs> Plus, he's got to wrestle somebody, any from time to time. <laughs> yes, but, but very compelling closing arguments from from both. Of As a judge, I need to be fair and impartial. This is these hallowed halls of Keith Court need to be respected. They a fair judgment, and I'm looking at all the evidence now. There is precedent in the past for Undertaker to use these abilities of his that we can we can't really quite explain how he has these abilities. Russell, there's very little about Matt Hardy's broken universe that can properly be explained other than just hearing it, the ramblings of the, from the man himself. It's a really hard argument. I have, even though I have looked at the fact that there is no evidence that he advanced is actually Scandinavian. He was a British foreign man. Uh I'm looking at both arguments, and difficult as it is, I think the more plausible arguments could possibly, even though I'm confused about the timeline, although he, he, he claims he's been around in this form, he's made it for thousands of years, even though he didn't remember it. So, for me, the more plausible argument is that he's advancing his soul or his vet transferred into what we know as Skarsgård, the dilapidated <laughs> boat. Things I didn't think I'd be saying when I took this post as Judge of Casey Court. Yes. I don't wake up think I never I never wake up thinking I'm going to say a man was transferred into a dilapidated boat. But as annoying as he can be, 
I just feel the arguments for Nathan were more solid than this occasion. I am, I am sorry to say, Carl. Um, Carl's, Carl's I'm shocked and appalled. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should have once again. You should have come here with the truth, and I have the truth because here tonight is Skarsgård. Whoa! Look, no oars coming down the aisle. How's he doing that? Oh my God! We did not. We did not approve this boat and a celebrity boat to come to the courtroom. Bailiffs, remove this boat. No, don't. Skarsgård, run! Oh no, don't. This. I don't. Do you sail? Do we call it sailing? Did Did Skarsgård have legs? This. This is a. This is shenanigans. God damn it! <laughs> oh, Skarsgård. So many people call you a dilapidated boat, but you, my friend, you are so much more. So, we're outside the the K-Food Court. We've set out of the Howled Halls. Scar's car has been taken away in a van and Nathan's finally stopped crying. (laughs) (laughs) Carl, Carl... Carl has stopped calling me all the expletives under the sun for not taking his argument. It was a it was a lose lose situation, I think, because Hugh Vincent's a weird case, and both your both of your cases, in all fairness, yeah. sounded that shit mental. <laughs> the thing is, imagine perfect. how embarrassing it. <clears throat> imagine how embarrassing sense. it would have been if you picked Undertaker and then Skarsgård turned up. Like, like that, because I had him, I had him prepped here as the truth. I opened by saying I had the truth, and I even had the boat to prove it. But now he's gone. <laughs> he's just, Back to the hardy he's compound. Just deluded as his case was rubbish. You courtroom saw the boat. The courtroom is no place boat. for the boats. No yeah. boats. It was a boat. It got taken away. It was a nice boat. I, mean, I, I, I tried to get Undertaker lined up, but at the last minute, Vince McMahon pulled him. I was offered mankind, but I was like, no, you're, 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 you're my argument. <laughs> I mean, Carl, Carl did try and pay the Undertaker with Nando's because the recent events of John <laughs> Eater. Oh, yes. <laughs> a bit like... Um, a bit like, do you watch Family Guy? A bit like how Peter Griffin traps James Woods. I was leaving him a trail of Nando's chicken under a box. It's like, you said you offered you, you offered them to get Nando's, but then Vince came with this big money counter. Like, this money can buy many Nando's. <laughs> and in Saudi Arabia. Why, do you think they have a Nando's there as well? Probably somewhere. Probably. Maybe at the airport. <laughs> Nando's at the airport. That'd be good. Just as plausible as the fucking arguments we heard today. <laughs> hey, guys, the boat turned up in court. No oars. And there's no currents in a court. <laughs> How the hell did they get you? Explain that? I've got a box of currents right here. What are you on about? <laughs> what are you, seven years old? <laughs> box of currents. You're <laughs> Capri's son as well. Well, you know, the bags you open them and they just go everywhere, so, you know. <laughs> Mother packed you a packed lunch for court. Damn right. What have I told you about eating in the court? Both of these. <laughs> hey, 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 we're outside now. 
Yeah. <laughs> you have no authority out of this four court. Oh, wow. Well, another case done, guys. Uh-huh. And Nathan will be the judge next time around whenever whatever case comes across our desk next. Yeah, and we'll try and find one that has a bit more to it. <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and just a two-minute, quite frankly, shit promo. <laughs> yeah, because I double-checked the length of the promo before we started. It's like a mi- it's less than two minutes, like a minute twenty-something. Like, this is probably not a lot to go on here. Well, hence why I had to bring out the big guns and bought a boat with me. <laughs> so, you, so you're saying you brought the boat in yourself? That's how the boat got here without any oars or any currents? Yeah, see, it but was I Nathan ro- I all rode along. The boat. I brought the boat with me, but I rode the boat. Row, row your boat gently down. Okay, singing tells us we're at an end. As always, you can yeah. find us <laughs> at Rogue <laughs> underscore opinion. Uh, check back for the archives. Loads of stuff. I don't know what, what's gone up recently. Uh, Hell in a Cell happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did a draft thing. If you want to listen oh, to the that. draft thing. Yeah, if you want to listen to a podcast about the draft that has That's already that a day. <laughs> <laughs> Previewing the draft that has already <laughs> taken place. <laughs> If you want to go listen to two people be wrong for a bit, <laughs> that's fine. Scott, have you got anything going on? Uh, I was going to say, you can find me on Twitter, it's going to 1986. Uh, yeah, well, me and Jimmy have the Rogue Retros Mountain season in our back catalogue. I mean, we haven't recorded another episode for a while, but that's because the Smackdown Hotel is under renovation. We'll hopefully get back in there in our usual room very soon. But uh, other than that, you can catch me on Eat Sleep to the Place Retreat recent episode. They just celebrated a big uh, two-year anniversary episode, which I was a big part of. I say a big part, I was there. Congratulations <laughs> on your two-year anniversary. Did they give you a microphone, or were you literally just there? No, I had a microphone, but like... <laughs> you were just somewhere in the back of the room, just going, well done, guys! <laughs> <laughs> Have some more sweet. No, <laughs> I drew a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sitting doodling in the corner. Carl, what have you got going on? Well, hopefully, Doctor Who will be back in the next week or so. But maybe don't hold your breath on that one, just in case. Sean's still recovering <laughs> from when me and him had to record that podcast about Vince Russell. Yeah, perhaps he is. <laughs> yeah, we've had to we've had to send him to Rogue Opinions sponsored rehab. So <laughs> <laughs> like get over it. But uh, congratulations to Jimmy as well, who's now published. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's written some short stories in a book called Assorted. The link is on our Twitter, Rogue underscore Opinion. Uh, go pick up a copy and support him. Above ones, guys. That was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Should we all go? Should we go to the pub now? <laughs> Why not? We can, or I can go and drink the sorrows away. Aww. Bye now. Bye.
can't stop me, motherfucker, cause I'm on a boat. Picture trick.